0: This episode, we're going to talk about Christmas because Christmas is right around the corner. And I think it's very important to have conversations surrounding a manipulated, manufactured holiday that has you displaying love for people you love through materialism. This is a perspective that's very important to me to talk about and to share about because it confuses me. As to how this all transpired over the birth of a spiritual teacher. A man who gave his life to show people that less is more. Yet, over a period of time, we have all been manipulated into a new direction of what that means. And the outcome of the new direction is materialism, and consumption. Buy, 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 save, 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 sale, sale, sale. Show people you love them by giving something they don't need. And we all do it. And we all stress out about it. And we all go crazy about it because it's something that has become a tradition. Interestingly enough, I question these traditions because I feel like we have to because they're ridiculous and they're somebody else's idea of what memories to be made are made out of. And I think it's really important to question these kinds of things because if they don't align with who we are and they cause us stress and they cause us anxiety and they have us afraid of not having enough, then we need to look at why we're doing it. We don't just do it because tradition says we do it because we feel something. Or because we don't feel something. And in this case, we're feeling something. We're stressed out. We're anxious. You know, we're worried. Do we have enough money? Do we have enough space? Do we have enough time? All of these things are priceless to our emotional and mental well-being. And that, to me, is where you can find the most value, is inside of you. And that's a beautiful thing to have a discussion around because materialism is hollow. And it really offers nothing more than an avenue to teach other people that it is an acceptable means of a manner of showing love. And, and I just don't see that personally. I just don't. I find love within communities. I find love within people. I find love within experience. So for me, what's really valuable is sharing with somebody what they have taught me during my time with them. And that education that they've shared with me and that they've given me through experiences, through conversations, through connection... Is priceless because it stays with me forever and it's made a home inside of me. You no, know, it's something that I've come to understand and I've come to value on my own terms. So I really find beauty in it. Whether it was difficult or whether it was a wonderful experience, it doesn't matter. One way or another, it became a part of me. And that's the gift of shared connection. And that's the gift that we all have to give to each other. And it's my understanding that it's within this reflection of our time together with people over a year, that we can share that information with them. We can give that back to them, what they gave to us. And that, to me, is the spirit of Christmas, or this idea of the birth of Jesus Christ. When I think about it, honestly, as a spiritual teacher, I mean, leaving people something to think about and something that can benefit their personal growth and their evolution into a higher self through their own understandings and through their connections is what it's all about we don't need anything from anybody everything that we need is found within each other and from nature it's all right here for us we just have to have the perspective and the education to see it and to obtain and for me throughout my journey having this wisdom opened up inside of me to see life through simplistic philosophies has been one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. And I realize when I talk, and I talk this way, that few people are talking in the same manner, in sharing these kind of perspectives. So I feel like any gift that we receive is meant to be shared. So that's why I speak this way, and that's why I talk this way. It's because these things are inside of me. They've, they've made a home inside of me, and it doesn't have to become a part of you all i'm trying to do is plant a seed for you to see a different way because alleviating you from fear, anxiety and stress and worry and the unknown is everything that i'm about because i understand what it means to have peace and i mean real peace within it's it's so beautiful and because i have the peace the inner peace i'm free and how did i obtain this really i obtained it through stillness i obtained it through The relinquishment of attachments, whether that be drugs, materialism, people that didn't serve my highest purpose or align with my philosophies, employments that didn't feed my soul. I cut everything that didn't align with me and who I was and what I wanted. So I had to learn about who I was before I knew what I wanted. And that's something we're not taught at a young age. But the thing that we learn over the course of our life is education through experience. And if you're a parent or you're around children, we have the ability to share what we've gone through and the things that we would have liked to have done differently with those that are younger than us. And that education is priceless. And that's the thing that we can give over the the holidays. And we can give that year round. It doesn't have to be centralized around a holiday. We actually have the ability to give at any given time, which is so beautiful. That's why I say these holidays are manufactured. My family gave us Easter presents like most children get at Christmas. So we had two Christmases throughout the year because my parents were programmed to believe that at this time we do something really great for our family and we give them things that we never had. There's no manual for parenting, and I'm grateful for everything my parents did, but I never needed any of it. The only thing I ever needed for my parents was a friend was somebody to teach me about the things that I was struggling to learn. And I had a difficult life. I mean, I talk about it, you know that. I, I chose a life of drug addiction because I couldn't communicate about how I was feeling. But that wasn't my parents' fault. I blame no one but myself because even though my parents may have tried to communicate with me about how I was feeling, I wasn't in a place where I could trust them to give them that information. So I chose to learn on my own difficult lessons and that's why I chose addiction and to learn through that avenue. The class was very, very difficult, but nonetheless, it garnished me a wealth of education that stays with me today. And because I was able to see my past as education, I was able to pull all the beautiful lessons out of it, such as the relationship with psychology and emotions, and be able to distribute that to people so they can see their connection to their attachments. So it's really important for me to share this, especially at this time of year, because we're attached to an idea that we need to show people love through an avenue of materialism. And it's just not true. And more often than not, the things that we buy for people are things they don't need. And even when we're buying, we're like, I wonder what this person wants. I wonder what I should get them. Oh, I'll just buy them this. Maybe they'll like it. We're spending money that we need at this given time on things that people might not even enjoy. So I what I'm offering in this episode is a different perspective. Christmas is right around the corner. You still have an opportunity to give the greatest gift ever. The thing that I give my parents and the people that I love is a video message because I'm not around them this year. So I send them a video message and I tell them the things that they taught me throughout the year. And I would love more than anything to be there to give them a hug when I, say, when I tell them these kind of things. Because I never shared about the things that I valued the most in life. Because I wasn't able to talk about how I felt. But these days, I do. No matter how many tears stream down my face, no matter how much anxiety wells up in my stomach before I do it, I break all of those boundaries down because I want to show somebody and tell somebody the love that they gave me. And the love that they shared with me. So I do it no matter what. I step up at this time of year because I've waited a whole year to tell them what they taught me. Now, sometimes those conversations are difficult. And it's okay to learn difficult things through difficult situations because it still gives us the beauty of the education. So wherever there's a negative, there's always a positive. So even if you were struggling with somebody all year, you can teach them that that taught you patience or that taught you an ability to speak your truth or that taught you to connect more and put yourself out there and value your own emotional health more Than it did to give to others. Everything has education in it. So it's important to see that. And it's more important to share that with others. And that's what I do for Christmas and the holidays. And the end of the year. I wait to tell people that surrounded me. That were important to me. The things they taught me. And I want to share that with you. Because it's the most beautiful gift. I mean when you hug somebody. And you tell them what they showed you throughout the year. The things that were most priceless to you. That stayed with you. That offered you value. People are really kind of thrown off by that because it's, it's so real and it's so beautiful and it's the true value of what it means to give. But to share that with you is so important to me and it's just really beautiful. I'm, I'm very grateful for the place I am in my life today and to have the understandings I have. And I did that through minimalism. More stuff is just not what I need. I, I was homeless for a year, and, and over the course of my addiction, you know, for 23 years, I lost everything. I mean everything. Entire apartments thrown in the dumpster or taken away from me probably 20 times. And, and what that was teaching me was that stuff is just stuff. You'll always accumulate more stuff. But when you lose yourself, that's the thing that is one of the most difficult things to obtain back. So... I'll tell you though, in the moment when I was losing my stuff, I'd wake up and all my stuff was stolen or I got kicked out of another apartment or I got out of jail and I came back to nothing because the city barricaded my apartment shut. I was devastated. I was devastated because that was all the stuff I had in the world. And yeah, it's, it's very difficult to learn a lesson through losing everything all at once, but it was teaching me every time it got a little easier. It got a little easier. It got a little easier. And I know that that, obviously is difficult to digest because the things that we have are the things that we've worked for. And that's the things that we've learned to value, but there's just no value in it. The memories that we hold are in our hearts. Those that have attachments to teddy bears or dolls or whatever it may be that reminds you of a certain individual. Those are the things that we need to hold in our heart. And we are able to revisit those things by thinking of that individual more often. We don't need an item to take us back there. You hold those places in your heart and you think of them often because you don't need anything. And that one kind of breaks my heart because some people are really attached to items that do remind them of another individual. And I'm not totally against it, but all I'm saying is be aware of the attachments that you have to certain items because stuff is just stuff. Memories are priceless and they're stored through energy that we hold inside of us in our heart. Very beautiful thing to share and to talk about. The other thing that I wanted to bring an awareness to throughout this Christmas season or this holiday season, however you see it, is what we are teaching our kids. By having children create a Christmas list of materialism, you're teaching them that it's okay to choose materialism as an avenue of a sign of affection. I know it seems... Acceptable because society says it is. This is what we do. This is tradition. We buy things during Christmas to show people we love them. It's just something I want you to look at from your own point of view. Is it something of your own thinking or is it something you've been taught? Because it's highly detrimental when we get older and we save, save, save all year for items that only have value for maybe 30 days. The true value comes in the memory of the holiday season, the time that you spend with your children. You can have more fun with the boxes that the items come out of if you have scissors, markers, tape, and you build something out of the packaging that the toys come out of. And I would encourage you to try that this Christmas. Take the toys out of the packaging and then take the packaging and create something with your children and ask them in 30 days what they remember. And I'll bet you it will be the fact that we spent time together creating something. Even if you don't feel like you have any artistic abilities, creativity is something that we all possess because as human beings, we are artists. We all have it. It's just a matter of perspective. You can make mistakes with art, and that's the most beautiful part about it. There is no right or wrong way to do art. You just do, you just be, you just pour your love and pour yourself into it. And if what you have at the end of it, Looks like nothing, beautiful because it's something because you created a memory and you showed yourself that you could do something more or try something new. And the children benefit from this so much. To see interaction and inclusion and creativity be born and encouraged on a day to day basis is a gift that you can never stop giving and never stop encouraging. If you want to set your children up for success, This is a wonderful way to do that. Showing them that they have the power to do whatever they want to do in life by creating it. Not by buying it. Or having somebody buy it for them. That's another thing. They become reliant on you and on other people to take care of them. Because we're showing them that that's what we have to do. So often inside of stores I will see children grab item after item after item. Daddy, I want this. Mommy, I want this. Mommy, can I have this? Daddy, I want this. I need this. I need this. They're programmed to believe that they need everything or they must have something. But that's because it's a lack of education that we haven't provided to them. They don't need nothing. Everything that's priceless to them is found inside of that beautiful little heart of theirs and inside of ourselves. And if it took us a while to find that out, That's okay, because we can share that with our children when they're young. You can't give your kids anything more than that. The power, the power to believe in themselves. If you ask me about Christmas, and what the most important gift to receive is, is the belief in self and the love for self. And how do I obtain that? Through an example. Through an example of what it means to have that. And how can I be an example? I can speak my truth to my children. About things that I haven't done. I haven't told them. And you have that power to do that this year. At this time. And tell them. You've made mistakes in your life. And you've shown them that materialism can offer them some sort of feeling. A dopamine hit. I don't know if you're going to explain dopamine hits to them. But if you do, you'd certainly want to grab the cell phone and explain that to them as well. Because that's exactly what they're obtaining from that cell phone. Is a dopamine hit. And these are things that are found external from us when we don't need that. The dopamine hit you get when you share from your heart to another individual lasts for hours, weeks, days, and years. It doesn't leave because it's authentic. It's not manufactured. It's not something you have to reach for and have an attachment. It stays. It makes a home inside of you. These things are so beautiful and they're so important and they're so overlooked. Because we're manipulated through media outlets, through television, through movies, social media, marketing, advertising. Everything is always trying to have our attention to tell us that we're going to feel better if we wear this. Or if we buy this. Or if we smell like this. Or if we look this way. If you just inject your lips, I promise you, you're going to love yourself a little more. I don't know, to me that just doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. The vessel we wear is beautiful in its design because it's the one that we came here to learn in. It doesn't matter if you're big, it doesn't matter if you're small, it doesn't matter if you have one arm or if you have a deformed finger or your eyes aren't the way you want them to be. It's here for you to appreciate in its true form. For just you to see that it doesn't even matter. That really what matters is on the inside. And you're talking to a guy who four years ago looked like the addicted homeless people that you see on the street. I didn't look like this all the time. I struggled with my vessel because I destroyed it. I I didn't take care of it at all. I I didn't drink water. I didn't eat really anything but chocolate bars because I stole them. Because that's what I could get my hands on. Because everything I put in my body was there to destroy me because I couldn't talk about how I felt, because I was never taught that. And addiction was the attachment that I chose, because I couldn't talk about how I felt. But for many, that avenue was a little too heavy. So they get wrapped up in materialism, shopping, buying things that have them feel anything that's going on inside of them. Or for some, it's food. They eat to feel something, or they eat to not feel at all. It distracts them. Right? Video games, same thing. It's a distraction from reality, from what's going on inside, that we disassociate so much that we forget even to how to connect with our inner self. It's easier just to escape inside the video game. So things that we think aren't harmful are completely detrimental psychologically. And it's something that you need to become aware of if you have children because these attachments these days are the same as drugs. It's just a different experience, but it has the same psychological effects, same patterns, same habits, and then the same detriments over time. Uh, this is why we see children, children, young adults living at home 25, 30 years old and, and totally addicted to video games in the basement. And the parents wonder why a, a job at Starbucks is, is sufficient for them or, or McDonald's is sufficient for them. It's because they have an attachment to the video game and they know they have to do the bare minimum to get ho- back home to do that video game. And they live in mom and dad's house. So Things like groceries and cooking and laundry is all taken care of for them because something that we saw as being socially acceptable playing video games wasn't going to be detrimental to their growth, but it is. I mean, we have many examples today of how video games are completely detrimental socially and physically, mentally, and emotionally. There's many, many examples, and if you need more examples at the end of the podcast episode, I will leave my email, and you can email me questions about it, and we can talk about the psychology or talk about what's happening in your home. But it it is absolutely a, a very large problem these days, as well as social media and cell phones. The other thing I want to talk about is iPads and, and phones being distributed to young children. I mean, it's it's nothing to see these days to see a two-year-old in a stroller with an iPad watching YouTube. You think it's not harmful to them, but rather than be seen and be heard and to have a connection with the people that are there to care for it or the community around it, it's plugged in. It's fixated on a digital screen where the program that is watching is programming it to know that when it feels something, all it has to do is plug in, and then it won't have to feel anymore because nothing will matter. Everything in the background dissipates if I'm plugged in. That's a psychological pattern that's being implemented as young as two years old. And we find it socially acceptable, but it is completely unacceptable because we see today the effects of the attachments with youth in social media and cell phones. But how many parents are having conversations surrounding the education and the responsibility that come with these devices? I feel like very few, which is why we have such a problem today with the youth and these attachments and not just the youth it's now translating into 20 25 30 40 year olds and we can see this very commonly so the reason i talk about these things is because christmas is a big day big time of the year where these gifts are given and they're given without any intention of malice behind them but there's an immense amount of malice that follows these gifts through psychological behaviors. And that's why I want to talk about it. I want to share about it. And there's no manual for parenting. There's no right or wrong way to do it. We all are just on our own journey and we're all experiencing things. And I have conversations like this just to bring in awareness surrounding certain subjects. And I have kids. I went through this. I made mistakes in my life where I thought these things were acceptable. But once I learned the things I needed to learn through my difficulties, I was able to see the clarity of life in the simplistic form of what is beneficial for our personal growth, our personal well being, and how to achieve a higher state of consciousness. And these things are highly detrimental to us. So I feel like if we're trying to set up our children for the best possible life, that we need to become aware of these things and not just aware of them, we need to have conversations surrounding them. So that's why I do this. You know, that's why I talk about it, is because it's really important to me. And I know it's important to you too. It's just the community of people we have around us matters because. Sometimes they're not the people that are having these conversations, which is why I'm grateful for the social media tools with education and responsibility to be able to find information like this and share it and to learn it and to absorb it and to grow it through your own understanding. Because I can't change you. I can only offer you information and what you do with that information is up to you. But surrounding children and surrounding family members and surrounding growth It's really important to have these kind of conversations, and and I'm grateful to be able to do this, and I'm grateful if this finds you, and I'm grateful if you listen to it, and I'm even more grateful if you practice it. Because life is a practice. For 23 years, I was doing drugs and heroin and everything went in the needle. I did all the drugs because I practiced that way of life. It was detrimental to my growth similar to practicing a habitual routine of playing video games every day, or similar to following TikTok videos and watching nothing but things that are detrimental to growth. It's the same psychological patterns and the same habits occur. But it wasn't until I was completely removed from myself and the situation I was in that I was able to see. And that took place in jail for me. So a lot of other people with these socially acceptable tools are not going to have that same opportunity, nor would I want them to have that same opportunity to be present in jail, to learn those situations, and to learn those lessons that way, which is why it makes it more detrimental. And we need more of an awareness surrounding these conversations because not growing to your higher self and the highest ability of just not being able to find your purpose Oh, that's, that's a big thing these days. There's no passion and inspiration within the soul because we're completely disconnected from ourself. And, and these devices, they, they take us away from ourselves. They take us away from our community. They take us away from our family members. They take us away from things that get us involved with the community because our time is so spent inside of a, a virtual reality of pretending. So much of, of social media is pretending. So much of video games is pretending to be something you're not. And then we practice that and we become to believe that that's what we have to do in this life. It's, it's very detrimental to our growth, especially within the youth. I mean, I'm all for the kids, man. I'm all for the kids. But I'm also all for you. you know, because I wasn't 36 until I figured it out. So I know that it's never too late. And I really only figured out more about myself in the last 12 days. And I've been clean for three and a half years, so I'm feeling great right now, and I want to share it, because it comes just through an avenue of communication, first to self and then to others, a realization, an acceptance of who you are, a belief in, in what you can do, and the ideas to achieve whatever you want, but put those things into practice and learn about it, disconnect from things that hold you back, that's where the true beauty lies, that's what this podcast does, talks about these kind of things because I'm passionate about it and I'm inspired by it because I'm inspired by you. I want to be inspired by you. I want to learn about you. I want you to tell me about your story that inspires others to grow, to overcome what holds them back. Many people say to me that they're inspired by my my story, and I'm, I'm so appreciative and grateful for that. But the true beauty lies within your inspiration as well. And that's how we evolve, as we connect with each other and we just keep inspiring each other. That's the power of love. That's the most beautiful thing on the planet because it just spreads and it evolves. And love doesn't care about religion. Love doesn't care about money. It doesn't care about much what's in your bank account. It doesn't care about your diploma. It doesn't care about your color. And it doesn't care about your language. Because love is a feeling. And it's found inside of us. And it's a language of its own. And that's the thing I'm talking about for this Christmas, for this holiday season to give, is love. True, authentic love from one human to another or a group of humans in one place. Maybe call somebody. Call somebody that you haven't talked to in quite some time. Forgive them or tell them you make peace. These are gifts that are priceless. I know they seem difficult to do because pride gets in the way. This thing, pride. It's very difficult for us to wrap our head around, to have to be the bigger individual and accept responsibilities, become accountable for things that we may or may not have done. But you know what? The relinquishment of that stored energy through regret, through guilt, through shame, through jealousy, whatever the avenue is, whatever the emotion that's unprocessed is, is so liberating when you do it that you'll ask yourself, why the hell didn't I do this? However many years ago or however many months ago. But you, you really will obtain true beauty because you'll become free. You'll become a little lighter and you will make room for something new. So new emotions and new experiences will have room to come into your life because you'll be a little lighter by forgiving somebody or making peace with somebody. I mean, that's a gift. That's a real gift to be able to do that. It's so amazing to be able to have that power to do that. But the only thing that holds us back is ourselves from doing that. Or maybe an awareness to do that. That's why I share that. a simple thing. Life is so simple. Humans complicate things or we have been led to believe that life needs to be complicated because we need to be divided by money, by materialism, by religion, by race, by culture, by tradition, by pick one. But at the end of the day, we're human beings, a part of the human race. We're no different. Color just means we're born in another part of the planet. But the planet is all ours. We all belong to it. We're all a part of it. We all connect to it. It's so beautiful. And that means we can connect to each other. And if somebody was born on another part of the planet, I wouldn't want to close them off. I actually want to embrace them. I want to bring them in. I want them to teach me about the things that they had to go through on that side of the planet. You know, what are some of the difficulties they faced? How did they find food? How was their shelter? How was their school? Where did they find education? Did they talk about how they felt over there? These are questions that I ask because I want to learn about my brothers and sisters. And the more information I have, the more knowledge I have. So that allows me to make decisions from my own understanding because I know things. Learned from another human being's experience. It's so priceless and it's it's something to really... Teach the children by being the example to do that and to see value in that. These are the things that I love. These are the things that I talk about because I never had that education growing up. They never taught me that in schools and they're still not teaching that in schools today. And a lot of kids are so stressed out from schools because they just feel like they don't belong. The information is just fed the same way it has been since 1930. School hasn't changed in its design in in any given way. And it doesn't work. It only speaks to three archetypes of children. And there's 12 in a classroom. So if you've got 12 different groups of individuals, and only three of them are actually retaining the information in the method being taught, you've got nine groups of individuals feeling like they're less. So definitely we have a problem with self-doubt, with self-criticism, lack of confidence. This is instilled in school, and we're not having these conversations. Kids feel dumb. Because they don't retain the information in the way that school teaches it. And I mean, not everybody learns the same, right? Having conversations like this over the holidays is a gift that you can give yourself and your children. To see them. To question things. That's your role as a parent. Is to gain the information from the people that you love. And from the people around you. That's what Christmas is, man. It's conversations, communication, you know, it's connections, trust, it's respect. It's building a beautiful foundation with those that you love. We're taking that back through broken bonds, however that looks to you. Rebuilding bridges, man. It's, it's a beautiful time of the year, and I just think we're being misled, and I think that our attention is in the wrong places. And that's why I like to talk about these things. Make it human again. Bring it back. Remind you who you are. And remind you of your power. That's everything that I want to teach you. Is what is inside of you is what matters your power, you as an individual, the power to speak your truth. Never underestimate yourself because together as a collective with these understandings and this, this placement of love, love you have to understand on your own. You can go through a series of events in your life where you choose to detach from materialistic and external applications and go within and really see where true beauty lies. It lies in the darkness. And it actually does. It, it really does. And the things that hold you back, you're able to set yourself free through the light, through the love. Love allows you to forgive. Love allows you to make peace. Love allows you to connect. It's love, man. Love is an energy, and it's one of the most powerful forces on the planet. And that's why we don't talk about it. Because media likes people to be scared. You know, if you're scared, you can be controlled. You won't speak your truth. You'll be held back. You'll attach to high sugar, high fat foods because it puts you in a low vibrational state. And that's your agenda for the day is to maintain that low vibrational state. That's what alcohol does. That's what nicotine does. It keeps you in a low vibrational state. That is the agenda is to keep you vibing under what you're capable of being. So you don't know your capability. But it's my role and my purpose to remind you of your capability extremely powerful human beings, each and every one of you. You don't need a diploma to be powerful, I can promise you that. There's a lot of power in in the connection and in the collective of love, and you're all a part of it. So never underestimate that. Never forget that, okay? We're not here to to be our job title. That's, That's not what this is. We're not here to obtain retirement. We're not here to save money our whole lives and watch our bank accounts increase or decrease. That's not what this is. We're here to come together. We're here to grow as a collective and evolve into love so that peace and love, the actual understanding of what that means, equality, education, sustainability for all, has its day. Because right now, fear, anxiety, and stress, the current societal way of life through division, through religion, military, finance, is coming to an end. That's why this time is so difficult, because we're at the end of something. But in order for something to begin, We must raise our awareness around subjects and ideas that we have been led to believe are good for us for quite some time. We have to dismantle that. We have to look at the past and learn about it so that we can better our future. And that's the only thing we look to the past for is education. How do we be better? Otherwise, it's already happened and it has no value today other than to teach us something. And the lessons are quite beautiful, but we take the lessons so we can be in the present moment and apply them in the present moment. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for listening to this. I didn't really know how this episode was going to go, to be honest with you. I've never really done one at night either. It's late here. I just bought this little glow light thing, though. And I kind of wanted to try it out. And it worked out. And I just kind of fell into a space. And, and I'll tell you, 12 days ago when I, I opened up to my wife, and I trusted her for the first time in my life, I trusted somebody to talk about how I felt. Uh, the things that had been stored inside of me for, for years. I talked about this in the previous episodes everything inside of me aligned. It's difficult to describe the amount of energy, the amount of peace, the amount of creativity, the amount of stillness and, and beauty for self and understanding and the ability to see what you can do in life came to fruition by talking about how I felt, by unlocking the things that I'd been holding onto for so long because I just didn't have anybody that I trusted to tell. So I told her. And... I've never felt better in my life. And, and as we go and grow, I mean, this thing's new, right? But people are listening and I'm super grateful. I, I just really always use myself as an experiment and I share about the experience to help you evolve. Find somebody, man. Find somebody or be the person that somebody needs to trust and listen to. Because she was real with me, she put herself out there to be the individual That I knew I could trust. I just didn't know how. But she put herself in that position to show me I could. Just by being herself. By being vulnerable. By being real. I could just feel her in that moment. And I just started with one thing. And then I just opened up about many other things. And it was a lot for me. Everything I'd been through. I I just hadn't shared about any of that with anybody. Nobody. Not my parents. Like no one. So the alleviation of that energy. Of that stored energy through emotions that I was holding it freed me. In jail, surrendering my love to Jesus, that garnered me an alleviation of the external practices of attachment to things that were detrimental to my growth. It alleviated me from that, but it didn't teach me about how to communicate with myself from within and, and trust somebody else. That I had to do on my own, but I had to look to someone in my community or my personal life to help me unlock that so i needed a teacher and she was one for me it's interesting though how we gain the education through the lessons we're all teachers we're all trying to teach each other something so maybe you can be a teacher for somebody and give them something that will have them be able to do anything they want in this life because i know what i'm capable of and i know what i'm going to do in this life and i i know for me i stand for the people i am absolutely 100 for the people i am here for the evolution into love i'm done with these systems I'm done with these limited beliefs. I'm done with control. I'm done with division. I'm done with finance dictating people's value and worth. I'm done with it. Because I know where we're all priceless. And that's within. But it's through the connection that we can elevate together. And we have to do this together. But to get there, I know we got to overcome our fears and the things that hold us back. So by doing that, we got to speak our truth. And that's where the power of love comes in. So... That's what this is about. That's what I'm about. And that's what this podcast is about. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. So if you like my stuff, if you can connect with the things that I'm saying, share it, talk about it. You know, I'm real. This is, this is how it is. This is how it goes. This is how it's going to be. And please share this with other people because I'm trying to grow this and I, and I can't do it alone. And when I say I'm trying to grow this, I'm not trying to grow popularity for me. None of that matters to me. What I'm trying to grow is, is a collect of human beings who are tired of division and judgment and fear, anxiety, and stress holding us all back, who are really here for the evolution into peace and love, and not some hippie shit you know, where it's got to be drugs and this idea from the 60s. No, the hippies had it right. To be honest with you, they really did, but it got convoluted within the drug use. You know, it was a new time back then, so we can learn from our past, and we can bring those philosophies into the present moment, and we can apply them, and we can make them beautiful. Because I love the hippie movement for real. If I was in the '60s, oh lord, I would have been right there with them. But you know what? I'm grateful to be here today, and I'm grateful to be able to learn from that and take something from it, and then we can make this time beautiful as well, and we can do it better. And then we can get through this. We we can we can really we can really get through this because I mean, it's time. As we progress, things are just getting more crazy as we go with you know, a high cost of basic needs like. Food is is something that should be given to everybody. it should be organic and, and beautiful from the earth, and we should all be caring for the food and uh, growing that and having an understanding of what it means to have a connection to that as well as the water. We should be protecting that as well. We should be protecting the big beautiful planet that we live on because we only have one and this idea of going to Mars means that you're going to need a whole bunch of money to go there and, and that means ninety nine percent of us aren't going. So we should kind of step up and care for what we have and, and learn from. our our past mistakes, and and take back our power and and live in in beautiful harmony with each other and and the planet. And I truly mean that. I, I really do. I truly mean that. So Christmas to me isn't about materialism. Everything's about love. And I'm grateful today for Jesus coming to this planet to try and teach us something beautiful, to teach us that less is more, to see our brothers and sisters who don't have as much, as equal participants in this big beautiful design of this collective consciousness and that money doesn't define our worth or value. So I give my time the same way as those spiritual teachers did because I learned from them. That's something I learned and, and I'm grateful for that and I'm grateful for that time. So this time of year it reminds me of the teachings that were left here from individuals uh, that had a higher level of thinking and I'm very grateful for that. Religion doesn't have to teach me that because religion doesn't teach me anything other than it's an organization to incur wealth, profit, greed, and control. And they do that openly. And I'm not about that. And I think about if Jesus was around at this time, well, is this what he would think? This is what he left his legacy to, to create? Well, think about those kind of things, right? Like where's the wealth distributed? There's no distribution of wealth. So like, how does that even work? It doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense, but come to the, that on your own conclusion. That's just something I wanted to share because it's important to me because I think about that and, you know, I don't take away from uh, a spiritual teacher because I do, I, I believe in the things that the spiritual teachers were doing, Buddha, Jesus, Allah, these, these are beautiful things, but they've been twisted and manipulated by man. So I kind of went through it and had a look at it and, and took what was valuable to me. And I had conversations with people who had a higher level of thinking or a different perspective, and I asked them how they felt about things, and then I came to more conclusions on my own. And that's what uh, I would encourage you to do as well. So I appreciate you for listening to this, and yeah, I just I just appreciate you putting your time and energy into yourself and really distributing that through an example of what it means to grow. So thank you for listening. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I just... It's real, man. I I'll just speak from my heart. I'm just kind of thinking about this episode, everything I just talked about right now. So I'm like sharing that with you. But yeah, it's real. I'm just really grateful for that, just to be able to be real and kind of be that human. It's nice, nice to be this way. I feel really good. So love your family. Love yourself. Love yourself. Um, my social media is Real Talk for an Unreal World. That's my YouTube my Instagram, my Facebook, and my TikTok. I take the podcast episodes, and then I cut them up into clips, and then I put them up every second day, the reels and the shorts, and kind of give you something to think about throughout the week. So that's an avenue. You can follow me on that if you like. If you find um, you need something throughout the week, I I don't really encourage that kind of behavior, but many of us are on there, and, and it's just a practice we've been practicing. So if you need that, the the clips will kind of go through what I talk about uh, in the episode, and then maybe you need a reminder throughout the week, something that'll help you. So that's cool. My Twitter is Real Talk the number four, Unreal, and I've been on there a little more lately. I've been putting up some quotes, some things I feel about because I'm really trying to grow this for 2024. I really want to do what I say I'm going to do. I I'm here for love. I'm here for the evolution. So I I practice what I preach, and and uh, yeah, I I'm, I'm here for that. So I know the social media tools can help me. Help other people. And, and that's what I want to do is just share philosophies and share simplistic forms of, of ways of life. So that's why I do that. And my email is the most important thing. Real talk for an unreal world at gmail.com. I, you can message me anything that's going on in your life. Right now, I have time uh, to address situations or anything that people are going through. If you've got a family member that's within addiction or has mental health or emotional health, or you need help in your own personal life, please email me. We can get a line of communication happening, and I can offer perspective because that's what I do, and it's becoming something so beautiful. Every Wednesday, I offer uh, a class. Basically, it's an open discussion group where we can come together and we can talk about how we feel. I post that on my Facebook page, Real Talk for an Unreal World, so you can get the Zoom link from my Facebook page. We do that every Wednesday. It's usually around 5, 5.30 Pacific Standard Time. Cause I live in the West and I try and hit it for everybody, but it's just really a space. I'll I'll put a topic up and then we can have a conversation surrounding the topic, but more so I open up the chat for people to talk about how they feel and what's going on in their life. And it's just kind of a safe space for people to have a community of individuals where they can talk about things and people know I'm open to share about how we feel. So it's been so beautiful to see how that translates and to see what happens for people. I mean, people are coming and they're opening up because This is how I am. If if I can be an example to have an open communication through an avenue of emotions or, or what's holding us back in our life or something we need to see from a different perspective, wonderful. I'm so grateful for that. So I do that every Wednesday. You can find the link on my Facebook page. And as always, please give yourself an immense amount of gratitude just for being here and coming back at this time and learning some of the most difficult lessons that we've had to learn along the course of our human existence, because this one's tough, man. This one, the, the time that we're in is a psychological warfare. It's spiritual warfare. It's a manipulation of uh, external agendas and limited beliefs and ideologies that it's up to us to lift the veil and face through an awareness and through connection and through community. So it's a very difficult time, but uh, give yourself some love, man, for real. No matter where you're at in your life, just take a minute and appreciate yourself. Yeah, it's healthy to do that. It's totally okay to do that. So thank you for listening and thank you for being here new episode next Wednesday, Uh, I'm just going to keep this thing going. So thank you.